Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. So, you have accepted the truth. I've accepted the truth that you were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self you've only forgotten. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ben Edward Hopper Fowler with Tim William Alexander Hannon, Will Bob Rossheim, and Ryan Jackson Pollock Sawaski. Brett Salvador Dalarenko was not invited to today's podcast. <laughs> As it should be. That's right. As God the Christ. I mean, it be. I mean, there are no mistakes, but. <laughs> we don't need your drooping <laughs> clocks here, Brett. <laughs> Happy little accidents. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> this week on the Stabcast, conventions everywhere are canceled. Oh. Lots of battle reports. We look at painting, that thing that sometimes people do, and uh, a few more things. Just, just a few more. Good news, everybody! I got my degree. Hey, Yay! Jose! I submitted the last paper literally Thursday night before we recorded this podcast at eleven o'clock in the, in the uh, evening. Tim, it pop the champagne. Delightful. Cue the Yubna. Already been there for a while, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> Officially. Okay. Officially. Officially. Now you have a reason to. Have Round two of mimosas. So. Here we go. Yeehaw. Now, that being said, I've yet to play a game. Yeah, I, we I know. played a game like three weeks ago before Thanksgiving, but um, I'm a little worried about COVID between now and Christmas. That's I'm going to go see my dad. He's had a, a health concern, so a little worried about getting out there. In fact, I, dot, I dipped a tournament this weekend for that same reason so yes well i mean the tournament also dipped us so it's cool well that's also yeah true. that's also true <laughs> we, we, we can't dip it first though yeah we, exactly it made, we can't made the it hard first. decision for us yep that's yep. no so. no we we did it first we did the brave thing yes <laughs> so unless i play with this pod of podcast crazy people i probably won't get any more games in before new year but i'll try that's I mean, that's, that's, that's fair yeah I mean, you're welcome you to my pod. table you're my pod you're my pod people i do need to actually get to your house meet the cat you can play See against the, my rebels. Table. I can invite people over now that I have a floor that's not stained with dog love. You don't have to go into detail about what happens in there. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim, you don't want to ha- you know, actually introduce this to your mother. No. No, I don't. <laughs> She's a fine lady. You're, say we've Tim's all met mom her. is in for the holidays. She's going to be here till the new year. Yes, yeah, she and is. So, you know. Tim, Tim and Mrs. Tim are struggling a little bit. No, it's fine. <laughs> Why would there That's be any struggle? Cast. That's a different cast for a different time. And that is cast is called Therapy. Uh, I thought that was your job. <laughs> but who watches Tim, the watcher's wheel? No one. Yeah, That's kind I, of the problem, Tim, I right? thought we were your therapist because yes. you don't trust other therapists because you are a therapist. I mean, you're not Tim wrong. doesn't trust us. <laughs> you're also not wrong. You, now we're seeing the root of the problem. Here we go. Ryan, don't put us in your collective group of the <laughs> <laughs> stab cast. Also true. Also true. Uh, so, yeah, I play no games. But, Tim, did you play any games? I was going to say, part of the problem with the trust issues is when you go to a friend's house, you say, hey, let's play some Legion. It'll be fun. Let's have a good time. Let me try out these new points that came out. And you go, you yeah. You go out to the coast. Yeah. You, Legion. you hang out. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you just you wake up and your pants are around your ankles. You're sore. <laughs> you don't know what happened. You're a little upset, but a little surprised, a little happy, and just it, mostly sad. And you just don't It sounds know. like he hasn't even noticed that I took his kidney. <laughs> I did, but I didn't That's care because it's cloned. So what can you do but give it to them? That's fine. But yes, yes. I, I went to Will's house the other day and we played, and it was a it was a game of Legion that happened. It was. 
<laughs> I played a janky Republic list. Yeah. Uh, what did you bring, Will? Go ahead. Well, I wanted to try out Anakin, and I also wanted to play out a Clone Wars episode. So I brought <laughs> Anakin... <laughs> I brought Anakin, Rex, Padme, R2-D2. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. welcome to the quad hero team. It's more fun here. <laughs> it is kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> then I had two phase twos with Z6s, two naked phase ones, and an arc team with fives. That sounds like plenty. It <laughs> was plenty. It, it was, was nine acts. plenty. Yep. I, I was before the game I was breaking it down and it was like, so all of these troopers over here have twenty-three wounds. And these four characters here have 22 wounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a thing yep. that happened. Yep. Um, this is why five should be more expensive. No, there's far many reasons why five should be more expensive, but... <laughs> He's only five points more than a sniper rifle for oh me. Oh my god. Stop <laughs> it. Oh. Um, and I also why? had nine activations. I brought... I wanted to try this out. I saw this mentioned and I wanted to see if it could be viable. And There's a chance for it, but um, it was Vader with... Uh, Throw, saber throw, force push, and barrier. Ooh, Double dobacks okay. with the like five point gun. Haha, <laughs> now it's five points. Five point crit gun and tenacity because we don't need endurance with Papa Vader around. So that's fine. It's true. It's true. Roger. Roger. And a, let's see, I had, I deleted the list already out of anger. So I'm, I'm going off my menu. <laughs> you, uh, you had, you had three stormtroopers with DLTs and three two stormtroopers with, with bots. D- Thank you. Three stormtroopers with DLTs, two storm, or two snows with the meds, which actually worked out quite well. And yeah, then those are great a death trooper with yep. the new DTF. It's not new DTF, but the updated DTF. Okay. Uh, and she oh, was quite good. They were quite good. Yeah. Actually, I don't think the DTs ever took damage. So that was no, good. I did not uh, bother them. They, they <laughs> because they did, did okay. not bother me. No, they, <laughs> uh, they tried you, they to. They suppressed me. They tried to. They shot some shots and you, you blocked even, some you blocks. You even went to short, short range config and it, <laughs> yep. it rolled. It rolled. Oh, wow. uh, I rolled six hits and you rolled right, s- six blocks. <laughs> that was yeah. That. Um, but yes. Only after surging and dodging. <laughs> no, those that was your natty one. No, that was the dubeck. Anyway. Oh, sorry. There are a couple of rolls, ladies and gentlemen, where I rolled really well, and then Will was like, let me also roll well, naturally. I don't even need to spend my cool tokens. Parry this, do- you casual. <laughs> yes, it was exactly that. <laughs> oh, I, man. I do believe in the group text, Will does say some of the effect of, and or, or maybe Tim does, that not a single search token was spent. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Um, but yeah, and we played uh, advanced positions, key positions... And rapid reinforcements. So many positions. We did. Yes. So many positions. It was They weren't fortified very... positions, though. No, oh, man. Right. Yeah. You... Oh, that, that's we, too bad. That would have been triple position. <laughs> triple. Yeah, it would have been. That would have been nice. Uh, it, was, it was interesting. Uh, had some... Our key positions were pretty close to each other. So, like, they we were. were... Everyone was in the in the thick of it within round one. Uh, which but that's is probably just... good for Dubacks, am I not wrong? Or Vader. Well, we'll get there in a second. So... Obje- objectively speaking, just on the like in close. theory, at the end yeah. of round one, I was down a squad and almost two squads, and he was down one model. So it wasn't two great. clones, sir. <laughs> two, two clones. clones. Sorry. Two clones. Uh, if I may ask, what what did you guys rapid reinforce? I'm always interested in this one because it's the one I always. Feel it's like a very I valid question, especially on this. Is very very good question, yeah. especially with those lists. Yeah, yeah. I rapided my full arc team, <laughs> Ooh, giving up a because... turn one shot with them. 
Yeah, no, it's okay. I, I knew that on turn one they'd be approaching and they don't get a tactical aim token right. anymore. So I was like, yeah, let's try this out. See if I need to rapidly be somewhere important. Oh, it so works so I well. Like that's kind of gutsy because your bag doesn't help you with that. No, yeah, no, true. I pulled them. Draw that. I, yeah. I had improvised on Padme, and my first bag pull was them, and yep. I had to improvise. <laughs> it. Yep, yep. That's why you bring but it. But I was like, five points worth it. Oh yeah, improv five points is is juicy. The middle yep. objective was a large turbo laser turret, and so it was line of sight blocking. So he could just plop them behind the line of sight blocking, and they were fine. Next to Rex. They were just yeah, like, hey, Rex, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Let's split up and go around this thing and kill Which, everything. It's what ARC Troopers do. They just appear from, you know, the heavens and then do stuff. I'm, yeah, just thematic. I'll give you that. I rapid reinforced my second do-back. Just one. Just one of them. Because uh-huh. he had to deal with a certain trash can. Yes, the trash can. And that's what I was going to lead because, into. Because R2 so, on key positions is even more dumb. Yeah. I had to deal with R2 and... He being advanced positions, he was all the way in the corner, so I had to put my do back even farther in the corner to deal with him. <laughs> I love that you sent a garbage truck after the garbage can. <laughs> yes. Well, and listen, it's I want to model a stormtrooper riding the backside of it like he's a garbage. And man. the garbage truck dumpstered the garbage can. Like I mean, I went around the corner and I one shot at R two with the with he the did. claw attack. It was great. He meleeed me. Yeah. He got four hits, and I blanked it, and he was dead. Yep. But the problem was not that. The problem was now my dewback is halfway across the map. More than halfway, really. Um, yep. So the dewback spent truck. most of the rest of the game trying to get Catch to relevance. <laughs> he just and he, he eventually he mattered at the end of the game. He did matter at the end of the game. Um, not to super fast forward here, but Rex is also hiding behind that line of sight blocking turbo laser. Uh, dewback came up behind him and was like, rawr, rawr, and Rex survived with one hit point and so because he was in melee and that's how that goes he he lived and that actually was a big game deciding factor act <laughs> it was um yeah it was it was but we, were, we were mostly playing around that big turbo laser where we'd kind of like yeah. poke out to shoot past it at each other well and no then, you would shoot i would just evidently i don't i die. guess i was just shooting into the wind i don't know what i was doing i would <laughs> i would poke out and round one, I did poke out with a Z6 phase two, and I just killed an entire Stormtrooper squad that was just in the wipe. open. Total wipe. Just boom. I, I got seven hits, and then he rolled uh, two blocks, which meant five wounds went through. Yep. Which was so the that squad. Was, yep. That was a squad wipe. That sounds like... <laughs> sounds like boom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Vader the snow, was there. Vader was there. The snow medics actually kept Vader alive for uh, a did. while. You healed uh, three off of Vader with those medics. Oh, wow. And awesome. more importantly, they kept him long enough, alive long enough to where I... It was a super, super bold play, but we both had to play really boldly here because towards the end of the game, Vader and Anakin were face-to-face and both were hurting. <laughs> and uh, I played Implacable, so I had to heal him. I, I lasted... Last turn was the... Or last activation of the turn before was a medbot to heal Vader. Played Implacable the next turn. Played Vader. Took a swipe at Anakin. Anakin had like, what, two health left or something like that? Three health left? Yes. Um, and then took one wound back onto Vader. So Vader was back down to one health. <laughs> and it was basically just playing who draws their leader first. Who wins? Right. Who wins this? And I got to pull Vader first. Long story short there. Um, oh, nice. Vader did strike down Anakin. Yeah, it was a good time. That was fun. That part was good. Vader it's, was fun, but Vader did the Vader problem, and this is my lament, is first off, 
couldn't block for anything. Couldn't save. He his really life. couldn't. Um, and even some of his attack rolls were meh because he doesn't surge. No surges. That's, like he that just, surge. Yeah. He's like, eh. like I, I rolled some great surge attacks and he's like, oh nothing. And again, rolled some great blocks with surge to, uh, surge results. Nothing. I know theoretically the red die shouldn't hit all those surges, but I've been there. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it just does. Yeah, it just, it just does. does. But then also the other problem right. too with Vader is <sighs> Vader's great. But where's the rest? What's the rest of his list doing? <laughs> like, right, like yeah. Barrier right. definitely saved a Dubek for a turn long enough mm-hmm. to get into melee. So, bang, Barrier came into play. But I don't know if Barrier makes up for the entire cohesion that a traditional commander brings. Like, it's just. I think we <sighs> talked about how it's probably worth it to get up to Palp. Yeah. So, so let me exactly. let me ask a dumb question. Um, how often do you tend to activate Vader early in your list? It depends on the terrain. It depends yeah, on it that. depends what we're looking at. So in this game, I activated him early normally to get him right. behind line of sight because if I didn't, he was going to get shot by the entire clone army. So I had to activate first, otherwise he's dead. He um, he did have to duck out of a fire support I right. set up. Yeah. Um, so normally I try to hold have died. off. Yeah. Could normally I try now, to hold. Now that it's five points, if you mm-hmm. can go a little earlier with Vader, does guidance find a place on Commander Vader? Mm. I, I think the problem is not that guidance is bad on him because you're right is you're starting to go a little bit earlier with him the problem is that there's those three slots are so yeah. valuable it's like, it's opportunity cost absolutely yeah, you um, you can't get rid of barrier barrier has got to be stable on him because he's saving people next to him right but you, saving him but you don't really have a, a place to throw like aggressive tactics anywhere and until we get no. something with bolster yeah. um right because you're not really running double double commander where somebody else can take a 15 point right. command upgrade when Vader's cards don't really tend to order that many things. Right. Uh, but getting one or two surge tokens, even just one surge token on him, could be could be pretty killer. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I do wonder, as much as I hate OP Vader, I wonder if the points drop pushes me towards OP Vader a little bit more, so I can run another commander with him. But I think as is right now, I, I agree with Will, because this is what I said initially, mm-hmm. is you spend a little bit more just to get up to Palp, and you're now basically getting a whole other activation with Palp as well, you know, for Pull the Strings. So it... True. Yeah. I think. You but should, you are spending 30 more points to get that second activation. I mean, yeah, but that's the 30-point activation that sometimes tends to be your heavy hitter. Like, I like Palp Bosk. So now yeah. I'm, I'm paying 30 yeah. points to have Palp, uh, Bosk shoot again. <laughs> I'll take that. That's fine. Um, but Vader did some but, neat things. Uh, Vader's might whiffed it oh, completely. So it's great. Oh, that I, sucks. I moved the arc troopers. I was like, maybe we can get some easy kills on the arc troopers. And God said no. So Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I kind of get that. Like, I don't know. For me, Vader's might is really spooky. Not so much. Like, the damage is, is the gravy. Like, if you can get it done, for me, it's all about shoving someone off of an objective or out into the open. And it's more about the, the geometry rather than the probability. I, I, yes, I did both. You can actually do both. It's great. You can. No, you can. I, I agree. Yes. But it, like I said, I value more one over the other. The problem is when Vader's Might came up the first time that Tim and I played it, he got that beautiful role that wiped out a squad of B1s. Yep. Uh, so now <laughs> yep. and and it's so never his expectations have been really high. <laughs> well, and yeah. it's B1s. Yeah, and it's B1s. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the dice are the dice. But yeah, it was, uh, oh, look, all these B1 B1s. joys explode. <laughs> no, push this was, was five white dice, so there should have been probably one or two wounds. 
Yeah. There were none. There were a lot of close rolls on that game that if they swung a little bit differently, it would have been a very, it would have come down to kill points. So. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. And we, we played on a timer, so we only got to turn four. Yeah. But if we'd uh, kept okay. going, I would have probably wiped him. Like I had to double move my guys to the middle point on turn four, but if I hadn't had to, I could have just kept setting up and killing everything. Yeah. If, 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 if it was a tournament setting, we would have done to five because we could have rushed through four. Um, yeah, but we were just here, and I was like, I need to know if this is the last turn, too. Yeah, and it was, was like, like 8.45, or like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, that was close, but at the end of the day, it wasn't close at the same time, like Will said. Like, <laughs> one more turn, and that close game becomes a lot less close all of a sudden. Wait, did Will shut his house down at 9 o'clock? No, we just... <laughs> we is started. that by habit? It's, it's the, <laughs> the Waltianisms, you know? We, we started the timer at 7, and it was yeah. like... Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. It was like, we have 15 minutes, so we just need to call it, because I don't want to be like, well, there's two minutes on the timer now. Like, right. You know? I mean, that's how you play competitively yes. but yeah it's i right, right, right. i was i wanted to go to bed so and just cry so <laughs> i wanted to go home <laughs> the big deciding factor again was a couple of rolls rolls but then also that do back being all the way in the back because if that do back wasn't there he would help tear up that line but yeah uh, yeah having the one do back yeah, in there as the one do back problem that i always talk about is that they get focused down too easily and again mm-hmm. my do back with yeah. the roll and just got murdered yeah i, I want to roll off when we both played a two pip he played new ways and i played uh take that clankers yep and so my arc team got a full 11 die attack into him that rolled like 11 seven. it was all 11 uh no it was 10 i had one you got a couple of hits that were all 11 hits i remember that (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's normal that's all of them that's all of them again (laughs) look at that (laughs) that just happens the the (laughs) fact that you said that's normal is is the sign that i I had a z6 naturally (laughs) roll eight out of ten yeah god and i I sent it to ryan and said why aren't your z6 is this good <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, it's not broken at all, game. guys. Not broken at yeah, all. I we, can't share surge tokens. I know. I, I didn't spend any. I just rolled it. Yeah. Imagine if you could share dodge tokens. Uh, I, <laughs> I spoke a little bit longer no. on that one because it was interesting, but at least it's two battle yeah. ports in one, so it's okay. <laughs> um, Anakin is weird, but I like him. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, very I played him with choke and reflex and endurance and endurance kept it to where he never got to play Anakin's flaw card oh that's kind of interesting i now is that because tim couldn't shoot at the thing or because you had enough inspire in other places or i just never had i I would have to end a turn with three suppression and because i always had dodges tim didn't want to take the wounds to suppress him right oh that was that was i had had my dodges oh my gosh that was the crushing thing, is that with dodges 24-7, it's anything mm-hmm. you do to Anakin is going to make me die. Yep. Like, <laughs> just yeah. as bad. And so, yeah. Brett disagrees uh, with me, but I really think Anakin's 3-pip is very important. Yes. Turn turn one. Because, yeah. because yeah. it allows him to be not just a beat stick. He can kind of chill and be like, mm-hmm. here's some yeah. stuff, everybody. Yep. Yeah. He's a battery like, until the battery explodes. Boom. Yeah, like one turn I just jumped down took a free dodge and then took an aim action. And then I was like behind line of sight blocker. So I was just like, you guys spend these. Yep. That was great. Yeah. Rose. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. Cause Brett and I talked about it and he's like, well, I don't want them taking Anakin's tokens. And it's like, they don't have to, but if they can, it's a nice option. Right. 
And mm-hmm. honestly, for three pip on turn one, you still could order two other units. Yes. Like, you have a nice setup there. Yeah. Well, three because fives let you coordinate to another oh. one after that. I mean, the the only time in this particular list that you won't be able to do that is if you really want to divulge uh, Pat's right. card, which that was the I don't one, think right. I've ever seen I, you do. So I've done it twice now on boxes. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. But I maybe should have to make Tim even more upset to try to double secret mission him on key <laughs> positions. So that, even oh. if, so that even if he had two of the three, I could still say I have three points. Yeah. But then Tim I mean, might have just left. That's the danger left. of KP. Yeah, yep. that's the danger. I think Tim would have just gone home. I did go home. Well, <laughs> earlier. Maybe yeah. it would have, would have been more merciful, maybe. I don't know. 7.15. Well, I'm putting my models away. Thank you for this. <laughs> that's right. For this lovely two of you home. I'm out. But then again, right. you don't want a secret mission into uh, into double D-pack. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because she probably also would have been taken care of by the... With your uh, only white save, uh, save models on the table. Yeah. But again, that's the problem with R2-D2. Is that if you don't take care of him, he's going to sit over there and score a point. Yep. I mean, I mean, it, yeah, it is. But I think as we're as we're learning, and as easy for rebels, and I think Tim found a, a cool Tim solution. Um, get the bugger up in melee. Get him and get short range weapons. Like he's the unit where short range weapons are good against because like you can't hide from me if I can only see six inches. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting having a melee unit in your army just to deal with with R two D two may not be a bad a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, send your operative Luke after R two D two. I've actually found a, another unique way to deal with R two D two, which makes Ooh, me very do happy. Tell. Do tell. Um, Wedge Antilles and a ground buzzer. Ah, uh, yes. But where would you have learned zoning that, Ryan? Every, zoning everything out of your your back arc shot. Um, I have been playing. I think I played seven games this week. Brett's been a, a great practice partner on TTS. I got two games in at our last local local wednesday um i've been playing a been playing a lot of legion this uh this points update the not or lack of kind of was was bumming me out a bit and so i kind of take a step back and the fire had been tamped but now that all these interesting new creative ideas are are out there i've been uh i've been having fun and i've been toying around with with two lists but the one that i've been having the most uh the most fun with has definitely been uh the t47 the x34 Han Chewy R2. And uh it's been uh it's been it's been an absolute delight to play because it plays uh so different than anything else I've I've played in a long, long time. Uh where your orders go and and what range mans you try to focus on, and it's not just like let's seize the middle objective, score as many points as we can before I get beat back and survive on two models, which is pretty much how I've played up until this point, now that I actually have some durable uh, speeder units. So, uh, and the other cool thing is the list has a uh, full commando team in it. It does. Now, so I watched you play this one night while I was typing a paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had y'all on one side, listening to y'all talk while I was writing something up, and Brett beat the tar out of you. Like the yes, ever-living daylights. Like, uh, 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 uh. Now, part of it was dice. He, his, he diced well. Um, part of it was approaching. He, he diced so, well. It was it was the, that was also the first game I had ever played against Anakin, um, yeah. and I, I I made some missteps, and there were some pretty big dice swings pretty early. Like I just couldn't knock the clone troopers off the board. Anakin wasn't the problem. It was just like, well, I got this aimed uh, X thirty four shot where I get to roll a billion billion dice. Let's see what happens. Oh, I got eight hits. Oh, you dodge dodge 
roll everything off, spend two surge tokens, and take no damage. Neat. Yeah, um, yeah, that's exactly what happened. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, what lessons did you learn when you take you know, when you finally got to the ground buzzer delight? Um, so I learned that uh, dealing playing with these double heavies, um, the in my opinion, the two big keys to the list are Han has improvised orders, and R two has a comms relay. Um, Han doesn't always need to be in the in the speeder. That was one of the big misplays I made against Brett. Is I got Han in there too quickly, and I didn't have an answer to deal with Anakin, and Anakin just kind of cut Han into to little bits before he could earn his points back. Because <laughs> uh, really, against clones, like Han, Han loves to play against clones. Han hates to play against droids, um, and because against clones, you know, you f- shoot Han's gun four times and he's gotten his hundred points back like um you get you get two attacks off and, and you're getting close oh so, yeah um <clears throat> and so that that was a misplay i made against against brett and learning just how the spatial awareness works um but han with improv and r2 with the comms relay is a great way to get my orders to my heavies when they need to go um because R2, I don't think, ever took an order for himself. He always, like, I run R2's one pip card, uh, blast off in there, because the blast off text is neat, um, but he can throw that uh, throw that order to the X-34, which I tend to keep my R2 fairly close to. Uh, a, it gives him, uh, you know, a, another threat when, when something's running down. R2 gets that suppression token. You now have to shoot the, you know, invincible land speeder rather than the, uh, rather than the trash can. Um, and he can he can keep it ordered up, and between that and improvised orders, I can pretty much uh, control when my when my heavies move. And I found the problem the way to solve Anakin, not solve Anakin, but a, a great way to deal with him is uh, Tim. Our snipers are 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 pretty rad against against Anakin. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that that's high true. velocity to where yep. he can't uh, spend those dodge. I did think about and that. You have and the sharp the sharpshooter. Yeah, as much as I don't like snipers, I was like, uh, I could see it being viable against Planikin, Bananakin, Planikin. <laughs> because e- even <laughs> even if you're not you're not obviously getting to use the sniper's biggest boon, which is the Pierce, mm-hmm. um, you are getting because it has sharpshooter. He's not going to get that free cover that he could just um, mitigate some damage on. Right. But you're making him take suppression. And if nothing else, your your sniper against Anakin becomes that suppression gun, um, which is... And also, Chewie's a pretty good counter to Anakin because, oh no, you reflected one wound back at Chewie. Whatever shall I do? Oh no. Right. Um, oh no, not not the one so wound. What, yeah, like droids, droids and rebels probably don't care as much as Tim did, but he didn't yeah. have many things that he could easily throw yeah, away. Yeah, sacrifice, yeah. Just like I don't want to lose a DT. I will say this is the thing. Okay, well, so this is because you're about to talk about where you did the same list against Will, and this is the thing that I have always struggled with in Legion because games are harder for me to get in is playing the same list over and over again. Yeah, I, and I know it's because you're a tournament tryhard. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I am. That's your lifestyle. <laughs> you like to lead it that way. I just I have a hard time. Partially, it's like oh, I've done this before. Yes, and so I mean, there's always lessons to learn in that, and so. 
It's not. It's not a bad thing. I, that yes. is something. This difference in our personalities. That's why we bring the four of us together in this podcast. Right. So you, yeah. dear listener, right. can hear those differences because I have. A, I struggle with that, but it does mean sometimes I don't know how my list works as well as I probably should. You can hear the three of us be right and Ryan, and then you can decide <laughs> what you want to do with that information. And uh, well, you see. So before the before the points update, I had played the same clone list for about two months, just because mm-hmm. it was in my box and I yeah. liked playing it. Yep. No, but I agree, Ben. Like that's that's always my problem for being more competitive versus just having fun. Because I I just want to try all these cool lists and what about I yeah. try this, try this. But you yeah. get better. Tim and I are with very it. much that way. It's like, yeah. well, I'm going to pull this out of my box it's, and we'll go try it's this. It's the two thing. sides and with, fighting with the new points update. It's good to try to get whatever yeah. you can on the table and be like, yeah. how's this feel now? But before that, I was just like, this is good. I'm going to play it. And that was my yeah. original plan. Was like, I want to put Wookies on the table. I want to do this. I want right. to play this other thing. I want to do this third thing. I'm I'm holding things in, Ryan. Get to it. I know. Yeah, let's. Uh, me and Will showed up uh, at a game night. I've been playing, practicing a lot on TTS with uh, with Brett. He's a great practice partner. Will shows up, and I don't know what Will's going to bring. I messaged Will. I'm like, "Is there anything you want to practice against?" He's like, "No." Um, and I'm kind of hoping he'll bring Anakin because this is just after and era. Uh, Brett this beat was on my Black ass Friday. with his Anakin. Um, so I was so like, fun. "Let's uh, let's let's get a game in." And uh, Will, what did you bring of the the new flavors of of Legion Kool Aid? So, without knowing that Ryan had been running a terror campaign with double armor, <laughs> I decided to bring a commander tank. Yes, commander tank. So I brought tank. I brought Ala Sakura in a T one seventy whatever thing. This would have been fine had it been against the T forty one from before the update. You would have been okay. Sure. Yeah. How did you not know I was bringing? Our group chat was kind of filled with the, me playing this list. Yes, but I tried to disregard it. it. Even I though no one like, was talking back to me, I just yes. I'll still type. It's yeah. just shouting he, into he, the void. He kept posting this list and some pictures, and it's like, I'm playing this thing against Brett. And we're like, cool, bro. Cool, cool. Well, I did. <laughs> oh, I had Brett. two lists. We love you so. <laughs> I had two lists, and I messaged Brett and said, hey, which of these should I play? And he's like, well, he has double armor. And I was like, ah, well, I'll bring the armor then. I'll oh, I've forgotten. Guy. I'd forgotten your and yeah, because Brett later did say, "I told you." Yeah, because what I was going to do. Brett did the same thing to Ryan. We both had these double ion lists ready, but then we knew Ryan played double vehicle, and it's like, well, that seems like would be Ryan would be on this podcast saying that I list tailored if I brought double ion bark. No, I would yes. only say it if no, look, double ion bark. Is, I'm not going to hate on you for that. That's only if I'd beat you. Were, it was going to be two ion yeah. HQ barks with. Anakin Padme. Yeah, I think that's solid. I won't, yeah. I won't be mad. I, I think that is solid. That. I hate yeah. it. But I, yeah, I think it's actually really yeah, solid. Yeah, I hate that. Me, it's, so. it's on the queue. But <laughs> yeah. so even, instead... Even if armor or droids don't show up, it's still a solid... It's still a really good gun. Yeah. It's still it red, is. five black, two white. Well, and I'm not going to your house now. <laughs> no, it's really good. Unless your dice just don't hit. I'm it's, like... Th- there's places right now I'm tempted to take the, the, the rebel ion guy. The rebel trooper. But so the, the bark is my only ion weapon. Dice. But yeah, for go clones. ahead. Yes, that's true. That's also true. So I don't. I don't have a person. I guess I have droid poppers. You got droid poppers, which I'll only bring anyway, when Ben's coming yeah, to my you're... house. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I invited I you actually, to play my rebels. All jokes aside, I don't hate the ion gun on the snowtroopers because you can afford to refresh and move and shoot. Like you yeah. can do that. That's a thing well, you that's can the do. same with the uh, and it's range three with now. the speeder since right. you get that free speeder move. Yeah, um, yeah. speeders kind of have a, a free action that you end. don't care about. So the, the only yeah. mark against the ion bark is that you don't get an aim token, where the other loadouts get an aim, basically. Yeah, yeah. But you get better dice. So I don't so, know. We'll, I'll let you know when I right, try. So you that, have Ala Secura. 
I had uh, what was what was on Ayla? Uh, it was the anti armor missiles. Armor's gonna be around. Armor's gonna be yeah. Around. No, it armor's is. gonna be everywhere. Like, like yes. yeah, no, I'm just. I told this to a listener, but every list should probably have an answer to an armor vehicle and or a lightsaber <laughs> wielder. Yep. Because yep. they're gonna be bouncing around. Luckily for for me, the T forty seven is both. God. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> So yeah, the tank just had Ayla and the uh, impact rockets. Then we had R2 and Padme. Then uh, some core troopers. I think two phase twos, two phase ones, and a full arc team. If that sounds familiar, it's basically my stamp. I put this in a list and then I decide what goes in the operative and commander slot. <laughs> right. I, I And I did like your list. Uh, yeah, because Padme can so feel I- the dodges. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't quite know what to what to do because I hadn't played up against a field commander, and I don't think it's a stretch to say I don't think Will knew what to do because he hadn't played a field commander. Right. Well, you only had four command cards in, right? No, I played some of R two. Yeah, R two Padme. Oh, R two. Okay. Yeah. And Padme. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to ask. Like, what what was your command hand? Did you just take uh, uh, did it you was... take all the the hero cards, or no? It was all of Padme's cards, R 2s one and three, and then uh, push. Okay. So I had one card that the tank commander could use. <laughs> but, well, stand by. So, but I wanted uh, the inspiring right. and all that. So we we set up the we set up the table, um, and we get to turn zero. And was turn zero as rough for you as it was for me? Uh slightly. <laughs> our table was kinda weird. <laughs> this is a family. Podcast. Yeah, our table was kinda weird. <laughs> uh we we played on rollout and the deployments for rollout are always a little weird for troopers because you're like, I guess I'm just in the in the bump. <laughs> Honestly, I tend to put troopers in the bump and then roll the tank out beside them. Yep. That's yeah. what I did. I mean. So we we played rollout, uh we played intercept transmissions and the way that rollout and intercept is kind of is kind of weird because like you can put guys further back and they can still, you know, double move to get to the the intercept tower if you want them to be to be kind of safe. Um and then we ended with Limviz, uh which mm-hmm. is where I think the game went sideways for for uh, for Will. Because Will, where did where did your where did your tank go? I mean basically next to the nub and a little forward. But it was yeah, like so range you, you did two de- away deploy from it forward. Your stuff had to move to get to range two, but I wanted to be able to shoot them when they moved towards me, basically. I didn't right. I didn't want Ryan to be able to stand by castle at range two. Yeah. 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 I get that. It feels I weird when someone standby castles, that... doesn't it, clone player? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time you other people can do it. <laughs> so uh i sp- i split my armor i put one my x34 i want to say actually started in the extended deployment zone um and the t47 went outside of range one on the on the shorter edge um that's uh so they both kind of started almost parallel to each other but on very very different flanks um and when the game started, because I have some scout, because I have speeders with compulsory moves who are relatively fast, um, I got to range two of Will's commander, but nothing else. Uh, so <laughs> I kind of had a, a turn of, of relative safety where I could squeeze not the best shots in the world because I was having to move in position to get to them. Um, but my tanks got pretty good shots. Um, yeah. I think I got, did I get Chewie to shoot round round one or was he round two? I think that was round um, two, but your so land speeder you rolled up and asked. did about six crits. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, it was. It it rolled up, and I've got the crit. You know, the impact two weapon on it. I don't know the uh, land speeder's that good, guys. <laughs> land speeder seems pretty. But good. yeah, I rolled a bunch. I rolled a bunch of natty crits in that roll, and it was it was pretty disgusting. You rolled four natty crits um, and t- had impact two. Yes. Oh. The T forty seven got into the side arc on the first first attack run. So it had, uh, impact, so it had four. impact four. Um, yep. And like your your tank saves were Five. were not 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 great. They were, they were like they were. You had a couple good good rolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had good dodge tokens that you could fuel them up with with uh, exemplar. So and outmaneuver. So I had cool, two dodges but, for uh, it per turn, but those were not enough. Han snuck in riding in the land speeder uh, for just the first turn into another piece of heavy cover that hid him from some clone troopers, but he managed to scoot his way into the tank's side arc. Uh, and Han in the tank side arc is a, is a scary situation, except I totally forgot about outmaneuver. Right. And so Han gets in there and I'm like, yeah, ping, ping. I was, and he's just like, oh, I'll just spend these two dodge tokens here. Yeah, you, you rolled like, oh, crit I'm, surge. I'm, sa- I'm sad now. Crit, crit. <laughs> or maybe it was hit crit and you had impact one from the side. Whatever it was, you had two you had two crits and I dodged them both with Padme's dodges. Yeah. And you were like, oh. I was very sad. Oh, right. So what I'm hearing here is exactly what Tim was complaining about. Well, really, these games are decided by hot dice. Yes, that's it. It's all you it hot is. dice it, everything's fine. I mean, all it is. I, I don't think this game... Will can tell me I'm wrong. I don't feel like this game came down to hot dice. I feel like it came down to um, Limviz and Rollout both worked very, very well for me. Uh, because the tank can can do some do some damage, it can do some stuff. Not usually. The rest of your army really wasn't shooting the first turn. No, I tried um, to move the, my army up behind the tank to use it as cover, and then it was gone turn two, and so the rest of my army was standing there <laughs> for your. Air yeah, I think I got the tank at the, at the first att- first act- activation of turn three, but yeah. Um, it was it was pretty gross, and then the land speeder just flanked all over the place. Um, yeah. So the the problem for me was that you had basically four big threats that I had to pick, and I didn't have enough answers for them because that first time the tank shot, I could either shoot your land speeder with an aim or pivot and shoot your air speeder, which like has one less cover. Right. But it was and so I tried the land speeder, only did like two wounds, and then R two fixed it for one action, and it was just like ah oh, great. Loving this. I just didn't have a lot of answers for all the things coming at me at once. Although I did kill Han, which felt nice. That's always that's yeah, always the important. Pad, always Padme nice. popped. That's Han. what matters. That's what matters the most. <laughs> he took a bunch of clone troopers with him before he went. Uh, uh, you took three clones, so I think. Four clones. Han was shot to death by his mother-in-law. Seems fitting <laughs> yes. in his holiday spirit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was visiting. Um. <laughs> If you want to see pictures of this terrible, terrible debacle, <laughs> check out the Instagram, where I'm sure Will will post photos of his loss. I'm sure you will. Um, I don't I'll know post photos too. <laughs> of that great work that uh, Will did for me. My mall and my droids look fantastic. He handed them to me, them to me in the dark of night last night, so I pulled okay. out this morning. He's like, I got something for you in this box. Yeah, yep. Don't open it. I my car, looked left and right to make sure the cops weren't watching. So, Don't open it until no, you get home. They actually look really nice. And then I'm going to get to start painting again. Like as soon what? as we wrap up this Woo! podcast, I'm going to go clean my house, and then I'm going to paint this afternoon. My livelihood. <laughs> I can finally make that money back. I may never um, financially recover from this. <laughs> I'm trying to clean my house so I can paint. So yeah, exactly. So check out the Instagram SW Stabcast. We're posting all the photos of all the things we like to do. I just paint in a dirty house. 
We know. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Be sure to check out Facebook and Twitter where we are, I guess. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes and the Spoofy. We are available where podcasts are streamed, whatever you're listening on. I look at the analytics and see that it's mostly Apple Podcasts, so cool. Have a nice listen to our dulcet tones. Although I will say our analytics, I think, pull Apple differently than the rest of the stuff does. Yeah, I think Apple RSS is a little different, yeah. Yeah. I think that's how they're able to say it came from Apple, where the other other feeds I don't think are able to I'm a Spotify man myself. I am too. I mean, despite being also an Apple man. (laughs) And if we're in your Spotify uh, year recap for your best podcast send us a screen cap we'd love it i i, I, was, I would love to, was, to shower you with praise if you're one of our point five sure. we were the yeah. number one we were the number one podcast that i listened to <laughs> oh we weren't mine because I, I i always listen we back. weren't mine i listened to my cult podcast on spotify so the other ones were occult, also occult thing, all my yeah. top podcasts were legion podcasts <laughs> look at you go i thought you'd be better by now listening to them <laughs> oh, I had one. Ran- Sorry, I had one one random doctors podcast, and the rest were all Legion podcasts. <laughs> Mine were mostly about uh, history and crime, and a little bit of Legion. Well, Legion is a crime when clones play. So, yep, I had to practice my war crime knowledge. You. C- <laughs> it, it feels weird to defend a multinational conglomerate organization, but I still like my Google cast. So. Oh, yeah, stick it up I'm for the little Google man, podcast. Google. Yes, I've never even heard of that. Google is that it? Google, Google. It's that uh, a Mongolian podcasting service. But speaking of services, you can find us on the Discord service. Uh, all of us are on there. We're all. I fixed my name, so I now am sure. at Stabcast something. I think I'm called the Tennessee Second Wheel right now. Um, <laughs> but you know appropriate uh, it's the tennessee two wheels is tennessee what two wheels sorry excuse me excuse me uh and then also right. on those wonderful streaming services like will said yes if you want to reach out to us um which you guys have been doing more and more lately you can obviously find us in any of those aforementioned places but you can also send us an email at swstabcast at gmail.com we got a lovely email from eric earlier in the week we miss you buddy um, you. Although, and, uh, are you is yeah. reaching out really sending us terrible lists that I'm not going to play? Because I don't know if that's really reaching out more than just mocking me. From I distance. mean, yeah, that's that's what we're getting a lot of lately. Um, and we're we're thinking about, uh, or I'm thinking about, we need to come up with like a, a litmus test to see who gets to send us lists that we're going to play. And if you send us a list, we need to we get to send lists back that you have to play. Uh, that's true. You know, we're, I'm looking at you people who are sending me range two only lists. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> do it. Um, so, do you want to make the devil's bargain? Will you send me Hellfire, and I'll send you Hellfire back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys can also support the show, which you guys have done a ton of, and we really do appreciate it with the uh, the new T-shirts. Uh, you can find that at teespring.com/store/stabcast. I just got my Stabcast hoodie in, and for like a uh, print-on-demand like hoodie, it is remarkably soft. It's yeah, I've heard good things from everyone that's been getting shirts. A, thank you. B, I've heard good things. But we did we did get a uh, another another message in um, from from my man Jay Muth. Um, how the hell do you play Payload? He's a little background. Uh, Jay is a triple bikes only player. My man, and he uh, he's yep. a little stuck on what fourth objective card to play and so we me and so, him got to talking about payload and uh and he wanted to know like how to make payload like viable because we're you know he's not been able to to make it work so here's my thought on this is you take a bid that's high enough that you just don't include payload in your yeah deck, period i would never have to play <laughs> well for that list i hold on now hold on hold on i really enjoy payload i love payload 
with the right I list. Really like with the right list. So this is I've not the right list for payload. <laughs> when I blow up the other players' units, yeah. like I've yeah. never actually won play payload by idea. playing the objective. Right. I mean, um, yeah, I have. I would argue this is not the right list for payload, respectively. I, I just don't. Yes. That's not what I aim to play with triple bikes or with even. I with completely agree bikes. with you, Tim. I don't think um, this is the list for payload. So you definitely. Yeah. But if for some reason the 800 point dilemma, the red player's dilemma, sure. Jay gets stuck with payload, how does he do it with his list? Uh, yeah. I think you're going to use, and we talked about this a little bit before, but I mean, the bikes are hit and run units, right? And now with the speeder fixed mm-hmm. <clears throat> weakness, but the with the speeder fixed, they can <laughs> now <laughs> hit and run supposedly more effectively. I guess people weren't doing it effectively before, whatever. But now you can do it more effectively, quote unquote. And so I think you're really just helping them push people off of the payload point, I, I suppose. Or maybe you split your bikes and run one on defense and run two on offense. I don't know. Um, that's the thing I, I could think never, of. I would never split the bikes. Never I normally wouldn't bikes. either. I wouldn't either. But I'm trying to think of how do you deal with this situation. <laughs> I, I like the idea of blowing up anything that's within range one of the payload. I do. Just don't play payload with that list and you'll be fine. That's it. That's the best strategy. That's it. Just don't do it. it. Don't do it. But I agree with Ryan a little bit. Like helping force them off the point. Yeah, maybe. Just trying to hope they don't commit enough forces, maybe. I don't know. The news. The news. The news. <laughs> Listen, we have good news. Well, sort of good news. News. Kinda. There is there's good and bad news. Although Ryan already did the bad news, so here we are. Uh Luke Eddy. Luke Eddy. Yeah. The guy. Yes. He's a guy. He's, He's a, guy. a guy. We like, we like Luke. He's a guy that Tim sort of knows exists. Oh my God. <laughs> Tim now knows who he is. <laughs> he now knows who he is. He bumped he is... into him at a dinner cocktail. He's like, here's my keys. Go grab my keys. All right, y'all people. He is officially. <laughs> yes, Tim, tell us what he does now besides uh, park your car at LVO. Official lead developer at, at AMG. Whatever. <laughs> it is. It is good to hear because yeah, there's a lot of concern of the community yes. that we may be losing some of that upper management that had that vision and design. Yes, and it's a good thing. It, I'm I'm glad yeah, for it's him. a great it's, thing. Hearing that works this out for him. eased I, a lot of my anxiety because again, yes. to lose both mm-hmm. creators would be I think catastrophic. But to keep one in there, I'm at least happy. I'll take the one. We're a little like two, but I'll take the one. I'll take what I can get. And Luke's is a great sure. guy, so I think he'll do wonderful yeah. at that. So uh, now I can now yeah. finally shift from nervous to excited to see where it's going to go at least i can do that comfortably nice. yes yeah um, yeah my my favorite uh luke eddie memory was uh gen con year one i was attempting to push my second or third uh opponent's commander off the table with luke skywalker uh, back when you were allowed to do that uh, and my <laughs> opponent called him over to see if that was legal and he just looks me dead in the eyes and says it's legal for now and just walks <laughs> away. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. You made it about how you have impacted the game. Yes. 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 No, I'm, I'm, I know I'm for sure I was not the only person doing that, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. That was, came a, on, that was a he favorite came on of Discord, yours. You did that to all was, sorts of people. He came on the Discord after he officially shared the announcement of taking over over at AMG and, uh, or Legion over at AMG. And so it was kind of good. And he answered a lot of smaller questions, not, you know, obviously some of the, the more, tricky questions like the more political questions but just some very fun ones and it was kind of 
communicating with us, which was nice to have again. So it was it was good after a lot of long period of darkness to have some sunlight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, but uh, well, to go back in the darkness. Yes, yeah, back news. to the darkness. Bad news, everybody. <laughs> LVO, my baby, the thing oh. I've been looking forward to literally since last LVO. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, was canceled. I, yeah, it's very sad. You know, when I called the flamingo to cancel my hotel, the the uh, clerk was very, very nice and very peppy. She's like, "Oh, so what were you coming out for?" I was like, "A conference." Yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess we'll cancel your family room because you know you did have the two queens and the bunk beds. Uh, yes, my <laughs> yes, my family room. Absolutely, it's a shame my family and I cannot come out to my Man, conference. I, I will miss my <laughs> family conference. so much. Yeah. <laughs> But no, really, I wanted to go to. I, you know, we talked about just keeping yeah. our, our hotel room just going oh, yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I thought I mean, about it. But yeah. I thought about it. I, I, but yeah, it's, it's sad. And of course, right behind that, um, Adepticon not not happening either. Yeah, that's not. I yeah, it. I mean, it's a, a mid March piece. And you're just not sure enough. The vaccine won't be there. Yeah, yeah. I get so it. Monday, I get it. Monday or Tuesday, me and Will were messaging and. You know, we were, it was right after LVO would get canceled. And so we're like, has anyone even looked at Adepticon? Because normally, like, tickets go on sale in November, and registration for events is, is usually about this time. And none of us had ever looked at it. So Will Will looks it up, and Adepticon's, like, last official social media post was about, like, Black Lives Matter over the summer. And so we're like, yeah, that's probably not happening. And then uh, earlier this week, then, they had also officially yeah, canceled the events, which is rightly so. Like yeah. if you've had no press about it, no no big events lined up because the difference, in my opinion, of of like LVO and Adepticon is LVO. It's like it's in Vegas. If nothing else, you can go do Vegasy things. And but Adepticon is there's always these big marquee, right? Huge events. Like what? Um, what else are you going to do? You're going to go to Chicago and the Hoth Open. Eat, yeah, you're gonna have breakfast, Tim. You're gonna have breakfast and have a lovely cup of coffee. You're gonna, so go, to, many you're gonna go to Chicago, eat Schomburg. some like bread and cheese casserole because that's ain't, that's not pizza. But you know, like, that's oh, fine. Uh, Tim's New York sensibility is wrong. Uh, deep dish is he, oh, is okay. Chicago. Okay, yeah. one of my heart. Yeah, I don't like my pizza <laughs> yeah. on a piece of tissue paper. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's it's three to one here, Tim. Sorry. At least um, it's not a California. That's three wrong like, people, the one right not, one. That's true. That's true. No, we can we can all agree with that. We can all agree with that. It's not a California cracker. Other news, uh, yeah, Adepticon is dead for the year. So is LVO yep. next year, twenty twenty two. Next year, there, next there year. might be a Gen Con. Yeah. We'll see. I could see. I could see. I'm Gen holding Con out happening. hope for Gen Con. Yeah, I could um, see. I'm it. holding out. I could see it. It'll be it'll be interesting, like to go oh, to a convention where we're gonna have to That's like weird. send them our vaccination records. Yeah. Like, are we gonna <laughs> have right. to walk around Gen Con with our papers out, where they can just stop us, papers, please? Hopefully, oh. and we're like, oh, is that a costume I can wear? Carriers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, get on that uh, staff oh. if you can volunteer. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, um, in, in other news, we did get news, and it was whispered to us much like this. He spoke to us like this about the news, Ryan. So, uh, yeah, your friends, our, our good, our good, our good friend Crabs, or my good friend, I don't know, my good friend Crabs, uh, who spotted on uh, on the uh, Asmodee's French distribution website, where all the good leaks tend to come from these days, uh, uh, that the Rebels' were... next release <laughs> is going to be an A. 
an AA5 <laughs> speeder Winnebago pickup truck of doom. It is so a Winnebago. Like, I didn't even know this it really existed. Is. I mean, it's a flat-out Winnebago. It's, it's it, basically yeah. saying... If Maybe you're, a Dodge right, Caravan. It's basically saying, did you think the technical was really weird? Look at this. We're just going to throw all the rebels <laughs> in a farm truck and just drive it down the yeah. interstate. That's it, it. But it's not a farm truck, because this is clearly where the closed transport's coming from. Yeah, this like, is, this this is going to be our, this is our first van. closed transport. Theoretically, I think it's river. pretty safe to say <laughs> that the Imperials will get a very similar release. Like, the Rebels and Imperials have had pretty much paired releases with the exception of, I want to say, the Chewy Palp uh, Guards Wookiees releases mm. uh, were a little mismatched. Uh, but everything else has been like, you get, a sp- you get a heavy, they get a heavy. You get a support, they get a support. Um, so I think it's I safe to him- say that we'll see some kind of closed transport. Could get that hover box that transports stormtroopers in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm actually looking for. The one where you, you have the but you have the troopers it's, on the outside of the transport. Well, it's also in Rebels. The thing they, on the inside. But at that point, it's out. not a closed transport. Then yeah, they had a room in the um, back that they could sit in. You, you, those the troopers on the outside are part of the guns for that unit. Yeah, probably. right. So here's the interesting thing: is this is at least the way that I play Rebels and the way that I play Legion. This is not the thing I was. Uh, I was looking for this kind of caught me by surprise not gonna lie you know we've got lando coming and then from lando to a uh, a closed transport now maybe if it's cheap enough maybe as like a wookie or a fleet delivery system um but if it's going to be another hundred ish points heavy <laughs> is a closed transport worth uh worth that much of your army as a as a as a rebel player if it's 100 points and it, and it wheels R2-D2 to the place where he gets his thing, protects him while he's getting the secret mission, and you put him back in the thing and drive away? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a... Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. No, thank you. No. Boba Fett has to go grab that box and live. No, thank so. you. <laughs> now, Brett, I'm going to need this to be painted like the A-Team van and one like a Spaceballs <laughs> Winnebago. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, Star the Bagel thing I'm excited for... I'm more excited for uh, the Star Tours ship is what people are going oh, yes. to have to oh. obviously oh, yeah. put down. Mm-hmm. And I know we I, already have 3D prints of those uh, Yeah, because there's that table at LVO that was also like a Star Tours uh, spaceport, which is really cool. I'm going to paint mine from um, Archer. Make it Vanagon too. <laughs> <laughs> Insert a good Lord van of the Rings joke. van. <laughs> oh, there's so, so many uh, painted vans here. It's gonna be yeah. There's, there's so many great ways that people are gonna come up with paint to paint this. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We don't know anything other than the product name, so we can we can speculate all day about like what kind of armaments it will have, what kind of weapons or, or hull profile. Um, but yeah, it's is this gonna be the first rebel uh, red save red armor save that, that we're gonna see? No, thank Maybe. you. Huh? Go yeah, away. Probably. No, thank you. You don't deserve as it as long as it does nothing. <laughs> I don't like it. You don't <laughs> deserve it. Wow. That's, um, that, that hurts. That hurts right here, Tim. Hurts right here. He's pointing at his trophy rack, isn't he? <laughs> All of that yeah. is well into yep. the future. All of this is well into the future. So let's talk about the now. And that's the winter holidays coming up. Um, so a lot of people are going to be joining us for Legion, or they're going to be finding some time to get into the hobby uh, to really try it. So listen, we're going to talk about paint today. Um, I'm getting back in time to paint, so that's always kind of nice. So I'm going to try to work it out there. That's, I'm getting and there. If you like <laughs> to play with the gray models, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. You're more than welcome. We want that. to see you playing. It's okay Please to be play. named Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Hey, yeah. he's got, since, I mean, since CIS came out, he's gotten a lot better. I like, know. He's, he's, his droids I are know. painted. 
He's got like primer. six droids painted. Yeah, he does yeah. have six droids painted. There's primer on them, so hey, <laughs> and, look at that. Now, and I say this as a man who has paid Will to paint my entire CS, CIS army. I have. And in fact, yep. at this point, I probably won't paint the CIS. I'll paint everything <laughs> else, and I'll continue to pay Will, in part because the colors all look the same. Like, he's got the eye for the detail, and the the, the theming matches. I yes. got the hooks in. Right. But I just exactly, pay Will to paint exactly, me. Got me. You know, so. He's just in, in my wallet all the time, but... If you want to try to paint a model, this is a perfect game to do it. Because when yeah. it hits the table with a little bit of paint on it, it looks so great up to the, against your terrain. Even if your terrain is Amazon boxes and pieces of styrofoam you peeled out of whatever else you got for Christmas. That's also cool. But, you know, we've talked about terrain right. building, so let's talk about painting this week. So let's start with Will Bob Rossheim. Well, hello, and thank you for joining me this week on the joy of painting. Uh, really, what we want to do is eliminate the gray plastic armies, like Ben was saying. Uh, and the first step is just slinging that paint on those minis. No regrets. Just beat the just, devil out of it. Beat the devil out of them. Take a big four-inch paint and flat brush and just whack them and be like, my tie-dye rebels are done. And <laughs> yep. So... Part of it is there's so much detail on a model. People start freaking out like, oh, I, I can't paint the faces. Then don't paint the faces. That's okay. Then don't paint the faces. I don't, I don't, I don't paint, paint the faces. faces. That's what be I like think. Ryan. My veers, don't give listen. A this is the one time I'm going to say be like Ryan. <laughs> My veer still has a bronze face like his armor because I was just like, you know what? He's going to be robo-veers. That's it. Because <laughs> he was one of the first like models ever. Cobra Commander. Yeah, yeah, one of the first models ever painted was, was veers because his first expansion. So, yeah. Every time I try to paint eyeballs, one of them ends up like a domino cut. Yes. Like it's just like a yes. vertical <laughs> eye. I understand. And I don't know why. They all have cat like a, the right a one problem. Fine. Left yeah. one cat eye. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I started painting off with, like, I played Warhammer in high school because I got my first job and went, what's money? And threw it all into Warhammer. Uh, but I showed so up with these mistakes, Will. with these so terrible, mistakes. terrible painted <laughs> Warhammer minis. And I still showed up and they were like, ah, oh, cool, man. Those look great. But, like, <laughs> the fact that they were there was effort put in was enough for, for all right. sorts of game groups. No one's going to turn you away for gray models, but they always appreciate right. a painted mm -hmm. game. Like... You know, we talk about Ryan and Brett's monstrosities, and they play each other. It's just a unicorn rainbow barfed all over a table. Whoa. But it Whoa. looks better. I've... Whoa. It looks <laughs> yeah. better than if it was, you know, Landon playing another starter set person, and it was just yeah. gray everywhere. Well, and also, it should be noted, too, even for these bigger events, that really it's only like LVO and Adepticon that might require painting. It doesn't say you have to be good yeah. at it. It's just three no, colors. Just like three colors. You can you, just need you a can put colors. primer, a wash, and like a, a red laser beam or something like a, a red dot on the end of your rifle. You've mm -hmm. you've done it. Congratulations! You've hit three colors. Well, and that's it. No, <laughs> no local play night or tournament should yeah. have a painting requirement. No. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one's going to care. It's fine. Yeah. So the first real minis game I took that was unpainted was Imperial Assault, and I played that at Adepticon my very first time. And the judges mm -hmm. were just singing the praises of me and another guy because we were the only ones who had painted models there. <laughs> and they weren't the greatest painted models in the world. Right. But they add such a splash of color to your table, it'll bring people out. If you're playing in your local game store, gray models don't necessarily do it. But you put painted models on there, people want to see them, people want to look at them, they want to talk to you about mm -hmm. them. And that's how you grow your scene. It's funny you say that because actually I remember your painted IA models and I was like, you can paint minis? That's a thing you can do? <laughs> 
That was my life back then because all I played was X-Wing and they were pre-painted for me like a child in kindergarten sure. getting the pre-sealed food. And, you know, that's fine. And I'll be honest, I think probably two of my best models may still be my IA models. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. My, my Harrison Dula, uh, it just, it just, it just, it snaps there. It's just so fantastic. Mm. But just bring, just paint something, and heck, paint some paint extra something. units. Like if, like if mm-hmm. you're a new player and you happen to be listening to this podcast, first off, how'd you find us? I'm sorry. Secondly, <laughs> right, take your HH12, paint that. You're never going to use it, so just paint that and or if you learn how a to paint yes, and the other, you haven't found someone to pawn the other side off to. Just like start with those rebels and be like, what do colors do? I'm, oh, yeah. right, yeah. Paint Pathfinders. I mean, paint the Rebel yeah. Ion guy because yeah. you're never going to use them. Yeah. Right. So be you're never going <laughs> to. There's so many people you just never use. Just paint them and learn mm-hmm. how to paint on those. And in fact, those are my test models. Go to the dollar store and grab a uh, a bag of $2 army men that you get like a dozen of them. Prime those up yeah. and start painting there. Um, yeah. It's easier. Fair. If you're just, or if you're, if you feel underconfident, you don't want to try to paint something with that much detail. Just start there, use a yeah. wash, and you will see how, like, wash covers a multitude of sins and makes you go from, like, a zero to hero. Like, Liquid instantly. talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quick talent. It really is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's why people love that contrast paint. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. look. It's like. <laughs> oh, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, we'll and, get there. Yeah. And part of it, too, is when you're learning things, make sure. I did this mistake in my first few models. Make sure you prime. You have to prime. That's yes. like you, yes. you have to prime, you, kids. You might think, oh, this is an extra important. step I don't want to bother with. You have to prime. Uh, do yep. be aware. This is some very basic level stuff, but you just want to make sure you know. Uh, don't prime in super cold weather because that can make your paint kind of glunk up and, and be nasty. Especially your primer because what's well, what's going to happen is if you prime like that and then it gets nasty, that means no matter how good you paint with your final yeah. paint job, it's still going to be screwed up because your primer screwed up. Yeah, painting in the cold weather or very humid weather can cause yes. it to basically dry yeah. before it hits yeah. the model. So it ends up in these like kind of crunchy flakes instead of a yeah, smooth it's paint not good. job. It's not yeah. a good time. But you know, you don't have to go out and buy a paint box for these kind of things. I, in fact, my paint box right. has been an Amazon box I've had for years now. And I just <laughs> mm-hmm. ripped off the sides of it to make a you know a three-wall space. <laughs> yes. And then I just glue the bases to little small pieces of cardboard from my last Amazon box. <laughs> I just put them on the little thing. I mean, I spray paint on top of my air conditioning unit because it's blowing stuff out anyway. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. People always recommend the stick, which is just like a piece of wood you find. Then you just poster tack mm-hmm. models onto it and use it to hold them while you spray paint mm-hmm. them. Yep. 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 But priming really um, is in part because it'll cover up mm-hmm. you know, some of that griminess or it hopefully looks an even color base on it. Yeah. Sometimes it's difficult to do. Uh, so, you know, before you start that model, um, you go select the colors you want. And if you can't figure out what colors you need, go pick up one of these very nice, relatively inexpensive starter boxes of paint. I'm a Vallejo man myself, but for about $35, $40, $50, you can get a great set of Vallejo paints that have all you need for a rebel army. Yeah. All the colors you need for the Imperial army. The FFG box is not a bad box if you want to start there. They're actually really good deals. Um, I have a huge, I got like a 96 set like army painter box when I got into the to started painting and the FFG like official Star Wars Legion paints are also army painter. They work fantastic. You just got to thin them down yep. a little and out of the bottle and you're and I like the dripper bottles better than the uh the paint pots from from Citadel. Um just, yeah. I just make a mess with those. Yeah. Um, yeah, I much prefer the the dripper bottles myself, but yeah. I I transferred all my Citadel paints into dripper bottles, which is just <laughs> a whole nother step, but <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm I, extra. I, 
I started on the Citadel stuff and I've just kept with him just to keep it consistent, but I have no strong feelings either way. Yeah. Although I do like contrast paints, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when well, the first thing that really took and Will will uh, showed me this this trick uh, when I first started painting that took my you know I started with washes and washes make my army look a lot better. Yeah. Um, but once you can figure out and it's relatively easy uh, a good dry brush technique. Um, mm-hmm. it will take the texture, especially on a lot of these rebel models who have like, you know, stormtroopers just have laminate armor and those like smooth surfaces. And like the hardest detail you have is like the knees where the undersuit goes. Yeah. Uh, but rebels have belts and pouches and pockets and mm-hmm. rank insignias and goggles on their forehead and a chin strap for their hat and all these little extra details. Learning just a really basic dry brush to, to make those Though all those raged edges really, really pop and show uh, to give depth to the model, uh, because that's the cool thing about painting a model over like a canvas or a two D medium is you do get that that depth and all those little cool three dimensional yeah. details and let light play with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but figuring out how to dr- how to dry brush, yeah, yeah. And dry brush is a thing that I'm not great at. Same. Because it, this is going to sound really crazy. I'm a slow painter. Mm-hmm. But I'm also incredibly impatient. So like, I don't want to put a model down and come back to it two weeks from now. Yes. Like, Will is great. Like, I have these models I'm starting. This is in phase two of the process. This is phase three. I have drawers where me, they sit, depending yeah, on where they so, are. Like, I want to I finish this unit today. Right. And then dry so brushing a, isn't slow. Yeah, yeah dry I, brushing isn't slow. No, but that's what I'm saying. Isn't slow, but I'm when I'm. I don't want to wait for the previous paint to dry. He doesn't want a third step. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, right. I don't want that yeah. third step. So I fight that battle in myself, which is why I'll tend to paint two or three units at a time. So while one is drying, I can work on something else. Oh, batch painting is um, pretty essential. Yeah, I learned that real quick. From we're gonna we're gonna throw this way back to when I had seventy two hours to paint my Gen Con top sixteen Rune Wars army. Uh, there were 17 <laughs> players, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I had to crunch, crunch all those little spearmen out. Um, and <laughs> real, if you're buying fast. the core set for the first time, you're going to do a lot mm-hmm. of batch painting. Yes, because that's what Ryan yeah. and I did. We sat yep. in my house for a day or two and just took care of it. Yep, yep. that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. But so, so you get those basics down. Yeah. You, What's next? What's the mm-hmm. next step? Are we graduating from? Elementary to middle school painting. We are going up yes. to middle school. Hooray! Oh boy, my acne, your, which is where my I hormones. Live. I was gonna say your acne's breaking out. You're starting to notice other painting jobs, thinking like, "Oh, those are attractive." You You're don't know what to, to do with these YouTube advice for how to do certain things. Yeah, you don't know what to do with your your new brushes. <laughs> Brush certain hairs things. growing out, and yeah, I just don't know what to do. Guide us. I personally, when I graduated, I went into. Uh, into contrast paints. That was that's where I, I, I dipped into a new level of, of I don't know if I, I certainly wouldn't say skill, but opportunity Ability. for skill. Yes, opportunity for skill that I probably don't always have. But going into contrast paints, like being able to just prime and contrast, I for a while I thought that was it. And then I realized you had to do some more details after you got done contrasting. <laughs> if you um, want. Yeah, if you want. But this the ability to do contrast, that is a great way to do... You talk about batch painting, like for Stormtroopers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect is contrast paints all day. If I if I buy a squad that's a t- like more traditional kind of squad, like core unit, I'm just going to probably batch paint them with contrast and most likely be done with it. I might do some touch-up later. That should be fine, honestly. Your rank and file yeah. stuff just kind of merges and, it, you know... The herd yeah. just kind of all looks the same from far away. Yeah, from three feet away, yeah. you're not going to notice the difference. 
They don't need as much detail. Well, as and, that, and that's the thing that you have to decide as a, as a painter and as a player. Right. Right. Um, yeah. People, are you going to be the player like like Will, where you want people to to pick up and look at your models, and people are going to pull them really close, their grimy, nasty faces, yeah. breathe all over your models, <laughs> but look at all the fine details and all the work you put in them. Um, for me, my rule is I try to get my models to where they are three feet. They look great from three feet away and three beers in. That's right. <laughs> uh, I I will say, let me just throw in here about contrast paints. I did learn you don't traditionally, and it's different, but I learned this the hard way. You don't traditionally need to contrast and wash the same model no. or the yeah, same right. parts yeah. of a model. Uh, and sometimes if you're trying to get a certain effect, you might want to do it. But as a whole, don't contrast and wash. I learned that the hard way because I did both. And I was like, wow. This is just nothing but shadow. Like, there's one thing to yeah. have some shadows on yeah. a model. This Darkness. whole unit is shadow. <laughs> <laughs> the the contrast paints are very good for introductory things and things like that, but they do teach you kind of how to paint yeah. incorrectly with normal yes. paint. So it's yes. yeah, it's being <laughs> so, yeah. aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. So so contrast contrast paints. I've actually had some success with like i said with rebels and all their details you just can't oh, kind of slather it awesome. on yeah but uh contrast paints are cool but don't let your contrast paints uh be the, be the end of what you do yeah uh ben is gonna hate contrast paints ben will probably never buy a contrast paint because you do have to paint that stuff and then i'm the type of guy that like i when i start a squad i'll just pick a color and i'll do everything of that color for the whole squad and then put it down, pick up another color, and hopefully the first model I started with is dry to where I can start the the next color. You know, we've talked about batch painting, um, but with contrast paints, that's how you I tend to let do that stuff sit for a while. I mean, literally, because I'm working on a, yeah. a single yeah. unit. That's, that's what it. I'm. That's what I'm doing. Right. All, all these colors are the ones I'm working on first. This stuff but just takes when you, longer. When you do contrast, like the the stuff takes forever to dry because it does kind of have that that oily wash built into it. And so usually when I'm I'll prime, wait a couple hours, I'll do my contrast paint, and then that's when I put contrast paint on a model, I'm done with that model for the day. I'm not going to revisit it till till at least you know twelve hours later. I'm sure I don't have to wait that long, but I've burned myself by picking up a model too quickly. Yeah, if um, you if you disturb the stuff, it's really hard to get it back to how it yep. would have looked. Because if you yep. move it out of like a, where it's pooled up, then it will have like a tide mark where it had dried and it's all kinds of ruined. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I honestly, I've not bought a contrast paint because that's the part that I fear. <laughs> you just have to, yeah. like he's saying, you just have to slather it on and go watch like a couple of TV yeah. shows or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or paint, a, you know, start a different painting project, paint a different yeah. unit. Or, or, yeah. uh, and now for something completely different. So I've I've got to ask, and part of this is so it, for me it's a vision issue. I paint with really bright light so I can see everything, mm-hmm. and I know that most right. stores aren't that well lit, most homes aren't that well lit. So the colors do change when I go from that brightness to that mm-hmm. normal lighting situation. Right. What do you all do? Uh, I've had this issue for a little while, but I've now that I have this gaming table. Sometimes when I need a change of perspective, I will walk over and kind of set it on the table and kind of like Ryan said, step back back a bit. And get it under normal lighting and look at it in a gameplay setting, like just like, oh look, there mm-hmm. it is across the hit table from me. Okay, so it needs right. maybe a little brighter on this, a little I don't need to work on that as much. So maybe for you, Ben, just like set it so, on your dining table and w- kind of look at it without the bright ass light at it. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. But uh the lighting in my living room is terrible. Yes. Yes. And yes, so is. I am uh I'm a, I actually, honest to God, have a painting headlamp. 
um, that works. Where I, when I want totally that fair. bright light to to paint, I can get I can get in the cracks and crevices, make sure I got my paint where I need it. But then I can just click the headlamp off, put it on my kitchen table, and see what it looks like in in less than idyllic lighting situations. But yeah, I just have a big uh, my my living room has like really a lack of of outlets and overhead lighting. It's very strange. The best thing I got was I have a little. It's for welding, um, not welding. Uh, excuse me, uh, soldering. Excuse me, soldering. Um, and it's just like got a little glass, like magnifying glass in the front of it with a little built-in light oh, and two okay. little clamps mm-hmm. on it. So, A, that helps me hold things together if I'm trying to glue things in a weird angle or something. Those oh, are nice. great, super handy. But then also it's just a nice little lamp that I can I can adjust. Sometimes I, I don't use the magnifying glass. I just use the light from the magnifying glass. Um, but it gives me options. And it's pretty compact and easy to pack up and put away. And I know, and I just said that I'm a person who hates the, the anticipation and the waiting, but you do have to thin the paint down a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, when yep. when you use the, the thicker globs of paint, <laughs> yes. it will, re- it'll retract. Yeah. How like do we put never... it on there and then it'll draw backwards. Uh, and yep. so how do we yeah. make it, it out is... of, how do we make it out of elementary without saying thin your paints? What the hell is it's wrong it, with us? It's, it's ubiquitous. Um, because it is ubiquitous. I, it it is. is it what every every young painter fi- does first? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then because you do get coverage, you do. But the thicker it is, it tends to retract a little bit or may crack on the edges or mm-hmm. it may turn a little bit globby that you didn't see because yes. – but the heaviness of the paint has caused it to just drip a little bit. Right. Oh, yeah. Melting base. So, yeah. Th- this is the refinement of that technique and it's just a little bit. Now, you could get fancy and go with the Lamian medium, which I've never seen in a real store. Nope. I'm told it exists. You don't need medium, Lamian but... medium for except for a few <laughs> don't edge need medium. For Lamian medium, it's just for like when you want washes to be different. That's the only t- – water works just fine. You just – Basically, my my rule of thumb is you put some paint out, you dip your brush in your water pot, and just stir that mm-hmm. into it, and then you should be fine. Yeah. Uh, something that can also help with thinning paints is the wet palette. What? The wet wet palette, which is basically <laughs> a sponge, and then you put a sheet of parchment paper over that, and you can make this out of a house sponge, or you can buy one like I did for twenty bucks, or more expensive ones that exist where they're made of metal and they're all fancy. Do whatever you want with that. Ooh. But essentially what this can do is also it needs to be sealable. Like you put it in a Tupperware if you're making a homemade one. And what that does is you can put paint on that parchment paper and the water from the sponge keeps the surface moist enough that your paints don't dry out as quickly like in a plastic palette. And you can seal it and come back to that paint later if you something happens and you need to stop or if you've got too much on the palette. It doesn't just dry out and you, you know, peel it off of your plastic palette and go, well, there went that much paint. So yes. it, it's helped me a lot with not burning through paint as quickly now yes. that I paint I, all yeah. the time. With all the lights that I put on it and my living room tends to get a little bit warm when I'm doing this anyway. Yeah, my paints will dry a little bit fast. So either I have to add more paint to it or make sure I, I move a little bit faster through that. Yeah. It will start to dry pretty quick. Now, if really, you're having issues with that, you could buy a uh, a product that will slow the drying time of your paints. So you could mix a couple <laughs> drops in. But that that is one of the things... It's one of the things I still need to invest in is a wet palette. I need to. At some yeah. point, I'll d- take the jump. I need to do it. I've heard nothing but good things. The The pre-made one I have has lasted a, a couple of years. I've only had to buy one replacement sponge for it. It's it's done great. Nice. There you go. So you get your wet palette. What's the next thing you do? What's the next step? So you graduate up to the next step. You're yes. getting through some good successes here. You've moved on to the right. high school level of painting. You're starting to hit your stride and, a little bit. And this you're can be in whatever time frame you... You need, you know, That's we're not right. saying this should be monthly mm-hmm. or yearly. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever, whenever you feel like you're getting you, to a point that you want to, you want to step up. Be your own mm-hmm. person, like in high school. Right. Uh, 
here, here's the thing. Not all black needs to be black. Oh. I know that, you know, Death Troopers Ooh. are all in black and all the Vaders are all in black and Maul's dressed in black. But the problem is when you take black, glossy blacks, you know, soft black, whatever it may be, it is just black. Yeah. And you lose so much of the detail because black yeah. absorbs a whole bunch of light. Yep. That's what it does. It do. And so sometimes a dark gray is actually better. Yes. Because um, it allows that contrast between the things that need to be black and those things that don't need to be. Yes. My Vader, his chest plate is not all black. Like it is mostly a darkish, stormy, cloudy gray. Yep. Um, with with lines of black in it. So um, that's you can highlight in, in dark gray. Something I use for black is the black contrast paint. I, was, I knew you were going to say if Yeah, if you didn't say it, I was going to. And because <laughs> I don't yeah. just, you know, put it on and stop, but I look at it where it's where it puts the darkness and the highlights, and I use that as kind of yeah. a guide and then go over it with yeah. some lighter colors and then put darker black in the recesses. And like, that's what I did with Ben's Mall. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. It's really solid. And you can always go over it with a darker wash or something like that if you want to get that darker effect that we were talking about before that sometimes happens by accident. If you want that, you can do it. But I, yeah, I like the, the without a strong light source on a normal gaming table. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be oh, there's the black blob. Yep. Yes, he, there's that, exactly. see that cloud. He's right. moving this way. <laughs> yeah, so, something else I'll do is that I'll I'll highlight it up to where it's almost like a gray model, and then do like you said with another. Uh, I'll hit it with null oil to darken it all down a yep. little bit. I I've null oiled it before to to yep. give it a little bit darker shade. Yep, yep. It just helps me be able to highlight to where I like it. And then it's like, okay, because otherwise I couldn't be able to see the transitions well enough and things like that. Yeah, so it just, it's just helpful. And this is a good place to start experimenting with gloss and flats yes. and mm-hmm. satin finishes. Yes. Like, you know, these, you can have a clear yeah. finish that goes over something that kind of pops that out. Right. Stormtroopers look great in white, but when you get that glossy white on them, um, I once bought a pearlescent white that I loved until I could never find it again. <laughs> Um, that I love for the stormtroopers, like it was just shiny. Oh yeah, well, fun, paint. The side story: I once, when my first ever gloss that I bought, uh, I don't know what it was. It was just from like Hobby Lobby or something. Uh, I put it on my unit, and it stripped the paint. Like it, it made it really glossy. <laughs> it, it made it, it made it glossy. But then when I went to move the model after it dried. It just chipped off and came off. And I went, what? Oh, what? <laughs> and it went back down to primer level. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Now, was mind. this an enamel paint? I don't no, know what it was. Yeah. It was an accident. Because <laughs> it... Don't mix your uh, acrylics and enamels and things like that. That's yeah, probably very important. what it was. Yeah, it wasn't labeled. It was. Yeah. I mean, it, it might, was labeled, uh, but you know, it was like the uh, medium super used fine to paints. hold the paint might actually dissolve your other paints, like Ben yeah. or Tim is talking about. So uh, Neat. Yeah. be careful with that. That's right. Yeah. It's all part of the and, fun. And part of it is, if you ever started painting model cars as a kid, you were probably using enamel. Yep. Testers yep. Like, that's and things they, like that, that are all enamel. Testers enamels. enamel. Yeah, exactly. Tamiya paints are great, but I can't. I just don't want to use them because it'll fumigate my home. Yes. <laughs> I want to be so high while painting. <laughs> no. Um, so the acrylic, I also think, is a little bit smoother. Like, I think it applies better. It doesn't. It, it's more forgiving, I guess, it's, would be the better phrase. It's smoother, but theoretically less tough, but... Yes. We also but, right. would advocate using varnishes to uh, seal your models, paint jobs <laughs> in, so they do not chip off slowly over yeah. time. Yeah. At the end, when you're done, I absolutely recommend sealing that bad boy up in a clear yeah. coat. But absolutely. Sp- you can get a, a glossy clear coat. You can get a satin one flat. You can do whatever. But I recommend it just so that when you don't drop a model, I can tell where I've not sealed models. I'm like, oh, look, I'm going to have to repaint that. And, of course, I never get to right. it on time. It just bothers <laughs> you a little bit every time. Yeah, it, just, it bothers me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Something that very much upped my game was starting to use an airbrush. Yes. Which I know a lot of people are 
there's an anti airbrush crowd mm-hmm. out there to which I say, okay, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, airbrushes are pretty awesome. Yeah. So let me ask yep. how you're using your airbrush because I bought one for myself as a birthday gift a year and a half ago uh-huh. before I started my graduate program and realized I'm not going to have time for anything. And I've used it to do base coating. I've used it to do my primer. Yeah. But I've not had success because that model is so tiny and I'm not making t-shirts at the beach. How do I use an airbrush on a, on a model? So, yeah. What, I, I started got out, one and I'm the least qualified person to have one. I started out <laughs> the same way, just like I use it to prime indoors so I don't have to worry yep. about the weather outside. Uh, having a nice hood like Ben and I have to kind of keep the paint gas contained is very good because otherwise your house will start turning gray. Yeah, the particles yep. will go up in the air with an airbrush. Yes. So you have to be very careful. If you have a garage, that's a great place for it. Yeah. Um, homeowner over there. Uh, <laughs> with, I started with great out garage comes great priming. responsibility, all right? <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> Look at this guy. He mows his lawn. Uh, that's not true. I, that's, I, I, I pay fair. someone to do that. He pays <laughs> people to mow. Um, what I've started doing now is just I will prime and then I'll find out what my first color is going to be. And I've started buying Vallejo's airbrush mixes just because I could thin it, but I'm never going to get the same. I'm not going to write down my ratios well enough mm-hmm. and keep all track of that. Right. So I, right. I'll just figure out what color I want and go buy the Vallejo game air that'll match the Vallejo color that I had before and spray it through the airbrush and do like base coating. I'm still not yeah. to the level of doing detail work with it because for if you're trying to paint like individual details on minis, there are different airbrushes you need for that, like a uh, Sotar right. 2020 where the needle is hard to see. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. I mean, so listeners, I tell you that I pay Will to put together my CAS models. And so I know he just airbrushes all that brown for all the B ones, yes, and right. I'm perfectly fine with that because right. he also went through the difficulty of putting the thing together. I also wash uh, them afterwards and then painted yeah, details and things oh, yeah. like that. And you do all the little details; oh, they look they look fantastic. But right. I know he spends like four minutes after assembly, like psh, yes. and does the entire army once. Yes, yes. I mean it's let it's let me do a lot of that batch work really quickly. Where instead of taking mm-hmm. each one and you know doing two coats swap, of swap, whatever swap, brown swap, color, swap, 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 swap. so yeah. that I don't swap, do it too swap, thickly. Yeah. Airbrushes are yeah. very good at applying coats smoothly. Yeah. They're great for vehicles if you're trying to get those done. Painting yeah. a vehicle well, with just a brush is difficult. Piggybacking it's such off a wide of, swatch. Yeah. Piggybacking off of what you said about for batch painting, going back to batch painting. Um, uh-huh. The big thing is, that, and, and I learned this, I did this early on and now I do it more uh, overtly. I did it very covertly for my first few things I painted, which was great for me, not so great for opponents. And so I apologize for that. Um but it's making differences for your squads, making sure you add differences mm-hmm. in those batches. So like squad A looks different than squad B. Um, clones and storms, it's a little bit easier if you're oh. doing traditional white and uh, whatever other color you want to use to differentiate. Because you can say like, okay, these, you know, red shoulder pauldrons. There you go. Those are those guys. Those are those guys. My, my guys, I painted all like this cool bronze color, which I still love that color. But... I painted their backpacks different, like their little comms unit or whatever's in their back. And like one's gray, one's red. Great. The problem is right. your opponent can't normally see that. So <laughs> they're all facing me. And so I can tell which is which, but my opponent can't always tell. So now I, I'm a little bit more overt with my color differences just to help it out. If you don't want to to break the canon with you want to paint everything like as you saw it in the movie. Right. Uh, the best way to go about doing that is the base ring. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. After you're done basing yes. your model, put a ring, just paint the outer edge of your ring. Yes. You know, all of your blue squad got your guys the same color. And, yes. And I went full Power Rangers uh, with most of my units, but with the Rebels, I don't think it looks as uh, outlandish if you've got just ex- a bunch of, like, blue accessories on one team and red accessories on another. Like, right. It looks a little more in place in, in my faction than, than some of the others. Yeah. Um, but the That's base right. ring's a, a good place to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, for me, a lot of my rebels are that desert khaki or that, you know, olive mm-hmm. green kind of. Yeah. So there's always some patch that I'll paint on, you know, an arm sleeve or a hat piece or... So you all know yeah. this is one unit, this is one unit. But right. I understand those who want to, like, I want to make it look as much screen applicable as possible. Right. I just don't have that skill to aspire to that height. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I will say sometimes the model makes the painter look good. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I think my Harrison Dula and mm-hmm. my um, oh, my spider dude from IA mm-hmm. looks so good is because the modeling is so fantastic. Yes. I mean, Will yeah. has great skill, but that mall model looks great. Yeah. And so it sometimes, it, it, just, just know going in, look at your model before you paint to figure out where you can kind of add those highlights where the model's really helping you look very, mm-hmm. very, very good. Uh, some of the sculpts we've talked about, these 3D prints, we're talking about getting your own Luke. The sculpt are amazing. Uh, the things they can do now yeah. with resin printers yeah. is just fantastic. Oh, yeah. But sometimes you have a model that's like an ATRT and... No matter how beautiful the ATRT is, someone can still corrupt it. Someone can <laughs> this still seems like a, make it flawed. A good place. If you've graduated out of high school and then decided you wanted to attend the Brett J. Rinko Painters Institute for the Criminally Insane. Yes. <laughs> you, no one really chooses to, to go there. <laughs> That's, they think they might. So... I Brett did see is someone the, uh, is the Batman villain of Legion painters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did see someone on the Legion uh, Facebook group basically say, "If I saw someone who painted their models like this, not talking about Brett in particular, but, but we're talking about Brett, um, similar thing, I would refuse yeah. to play them." And I, I had a very nasty response to that inside our group chat. I didn't put yeah. it on the, online because I'm smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just horrible to me. Yeah, and I don't want yeah, to ever play that person ever. Yeah. They never, no. No. So, like, I well, love and Brett. At, and at the end of the day. He's probably a historical gamer. If, <laughs> yeah, probably. So. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, like, it's probably a, a service, like, for to to that to both parties that that game doesn't get played. I true. don't think people would yeah. have a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. But And so... I mean, so we make fun of Brett, and I love him to death. Y'all know that, I mean, as much grief as I give him, really, it's all out of love. Because mm-hmm. he does have a Leia that is actually a Veers model painted like Leia. <laughs> and and he has a Leia that is painted like Veers. Yeah. I remember. Um, I was He there. does have these models that are dressed like the Avengers. Uh, poorly, painted, poorly painted. Yeah, poorly, poorly painted Avengers. Yeah. He did paint a squad of Wookiees to look like they were Porgs. The Porg. Um, Giant, that one I'm a fan of. I'm not going to lie. No, it's <laughs> that awful. One I, I'm oh not going to lie. Better yeah. execution, I would like to see, but the idea is solid. No. Uh, he, he has his, his ATRT, he calls his Chocobo, is bright yellow, and it has a yellow poof yep. ball, cotton ball, on his head. It's true. I, yep, I, will admit, I, I love it. I, I will say I love it. Well, <laughs> I've loved it every time I see and, it on the table. <laughs> and to be fair, I won't lie. This is something I do. I, this is now I can. I've said this, I've said this in yeah. private, but I can say it now on the air. Um, Two of my squads of Storms, I traded with uh, Brett back in the early days, back when the cores first came out. Mm-hmm. And he had already primed them and painted them poorly. Um, but they were just basically just white and either green or blue, depending on, on whatever the color scheme was. And I, they were quite rough. It was, a, it was a rough painting job, I won't lie. But, but I threw a wash on them 
And now they are some of our most complimented squads. <laughs> so there's two good. things in that. So Brett, you did a good start there. You had you had a good good start there. Your heart was in it. And then two, I mean, just throw a wash on your stuff and you're set. It's fine. It really. I, I do it, enjoy sometimes... asking Brett what the theme is on each squad because he'll point and be like, ah, yes, well, these are Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, and Wario. Are these four clones? That's a legit squad. I mean, is it? <laughs> these four are just purple because I wanted it to be purple. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you think we're making this up, listeners. We're really not. They, no, they exist. He, he has a vision that is absolutely unique. And, you know, his Andy Warhol-esque <laughs> pop explosion of color yep. mesmerizes the opponent's yep. eye. And I think he does it psychologically. Like, it causes oh. their brain to, oh, work, yeah. he really to is reconcile what's happening. Warfare. He really is Dali. I mean, yeah. That's true. And it questions your existence, yes. um, the existence of these models. We start to bring up the, the war crimes for <laughs> Legion, you know, the Geneva Convention of Legion. It's the Alderaan wake Convention. wake up in round five. It's oh, dazzle that's... paint to distract you. So <laughs> if you have a vision that is not in line with the average of Legion, that's perfectly okay. If you yeah. want to just, paint them just all, do it. Yeah. all the Stormtroopers pink it. and put tutus on them, I support your right to do that. I will think I've they're fantastic. Model the platform shoes onto all I your think... Rebels and call it the Funky Revolution. Do that's it. right. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> if you paint... I think my favorite model from LVO last year was the Hello Kitty Darth Vader that was running Oh, around. yes. About that? Absolutely. About that army of only Wookiees. Yeah, also, that was that badass. Was, that was that great. Was badass, <laughs> and it was officially playable because it was it was done so yep. correctly. It was before silhouette. It was clear. Days, it was clearly yeah. distinguishable yeah. about mm-hmm. uh, about what everything was. Yeah. So I do need there to be a rebel, you know, commander who looks like George Clinton, the Parliament Funkadelic, just <laughs> rocking out the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I that's a that's here. a reach. That's a reach. <laughs> All right, yeah, someone get us out of here. Go for it, please. <laughs> All right. When Will tells me to sign off, it's time for me to sign off. And as always, thanks for listening, everybody. With whenever you bothered your your paint time, your drive time, you know, you're 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 if you're one of those cool people that can listen to podcasts at work. Uh, we appreciate you all, y'all. And uh, until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski, reminding you to play double rebel heavy it's a it's a lot of fun you should it's a thing you should do Gross. Uh, i'm will Hine reminding you to paint more minis i'm tim Hannon reminding you that i'd like to know what it's like to win again never again i still hurt i, I still shall hurt. be there to crush you i still hurt and i and i'm ben fowler reminding <laughs> you if you paint the opponent's clones in gasoline the match is the easy solution that's Very right much. that's Melted models are still models. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> we at the Stabcast do not condone violence against other people's miniatures. Suckers. The news. That's Will, that's you. That's you. I, the next okay. One. I think they've gone. I don't know if y'all could oh, hear that. Uh, yeah, I could yeah, hear the children could. in the background. Yeah, there were oh, children yeah. shouting. I was wondering what that was. I was like, none of us have children. <laughs> yeah, the, my door is... I think you there's a gap under my door. Anyway. <laughs> you, should, you should open it up loud. and yell about them. Yell to them that I'm talking about Get little plastic lawn. men. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a very important plastic. podcast about plastic <laughs> miniatures. Put- <laughs> is this where we start saying that Will has, you know youth in his basement (laughs) yes oh god